Welcome everybody to Parsha Parable Podcast, Parsha Svayikra, Fine Feathered Smells. You know, the law of the Karbanos are difficult and they're complex, and while the underlying theology and philosophy befuddle a lot of the modern minds, there's a tremendous amount of symbolism, discipline, commitment that they encompass, and they have lessons that really, for people like us who are in the techno world, to cherish. And uh, one of those lessons you can learn from the sacrifices of the poor man. See, the first parak in Bayeka tells us about the Ola offering. The Ola offering is completely burnt on the Mizbeach, on the altar. But the normal offering was actually a bull or a male sheep, but the pauper was allowed to bring a bird because it was so so much less expensive. And it says in the Torah that he shall split it with the feathers, he shouldn't sever it, and the Kohen causes it to go up and smoke on the Mizbeach, and it should be a reach nichoach, a satisfying aroma to Hashem. Now the truth is that the, the, the Gemara and the commentaries explain that most of the bird's pickings are really from somebody else's property, and it's really a stolen animal. Therefore, the innards in which it digests that stolen food does not get burnt on the Mizbeach. So what do you put on the Mizbeach already? What do you put on the altar? So they leave the wings with the feathers on the Mizbeach. Now, feathers burning really creates a very uh, foul smell. So the strange question that bothers me is that's what's the reach nichoach? What is the satisfying aroma to Hashem? I mean, satisfying aroma is a good aroma of roast beef. We're about to enter the yamt of a Pesach. It was tzli'esh, the roast lamb. Roast lamb has a great smell, but nothing smells worse than burning feathers. So why did the Torah end the Pesach? It seems almost feigning heavenly pleasure by saying a satisfying aroma to Hashem. So I just want to tell over a story that I read in one of the books by Dr. Uh, Abraham Joshua Tversky of Blessed Memory, where he tells the story of his grandfather, the Harnestapli Rebbe. And the custom of the Chassidim, obviously, was that you would have a big tish. The Rebbe would have the pot of food in front of him. He would taste a little bit, and then he would pass it on. And he was a guest somewhere, and he... Um, I had the tish, and the hostess brought out the child and brought it to the Rebbe. The Rebbe tasted it, and he said, oh, it's delicious. Let me have some more. And he keeps eating another teaspoon and another teaspoon, and he finally finishes the entire child. And the Hasidim was shocked because the Rebbe used to take a bean and then pass it on. And the Shamash came back to the kitchen with the empty pot, and um, the lady said, I'm sorry, there's no more child. And... Uh, the shamus like maybe wanted to grab something from the Rebbe, so he put his finger into the pot and he licked it, and he recoiled because he realized that the lady of the house or the maid who made the chant didn't pour in oil but accidentally added kerosene, and the Rebbe did not want to embarrass the hostess by passing this to the Hasidim, who probably were not going to be able to be so well to be able to eat this type of chaland and he ate all himself. So the chassidim may have stank, but the Rebbe, it was delicious. And that's maybe the reason the Torah tells us to leave the feathers on the bird. He doesn't want to embarrass the pauper. You know, he tells us that to the to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, to Hashem, those smell, those feathers smell good. They smell sweet as the most succulent beef. You know, when I was a yeshiva bacher, there was a 
a homeless man. They had it back in the 70s as well. We didn't have a name for him. His name was Plony. He really smelled. It was just terrible. And we would avoid walking within 10 feet of him. And he he had a, a hernia nebuch that was protruding. He, he was not in, in sound mind. But there was one man, a doctor, Shimon Askowitz. He was a very world-renowned uh, eye doctor. And he took him into his home. He gave him a shower. I mean, to him, this man was as if he was bathed in cologne. You know, uh, the Rabbah Shalom doesn't really smell or not smell. And something that is done with a full heart, and a person wants to give an Ola, and he's only able to afford a bird, then even the feathers smell like an Epicurean delight. Have a good Shabbos.